going on, y'all? Welcome to another edition of the Pick and Pop Podcast. My name is Brian. I'm alongside Aldrin. And today's episode is called The Golden Era. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a very special episode this week. We're going to go over the top 10 greatest players from the 90s. Um, this is often looked at as the golden era. You had so many, um, you know, legends from Jordan to Malone to Barkley. You know, Shaq started off his career, Reggie Miller, Patrick Ewing, you know, battles with being the Knicks and, and Bulls and then coming off of the great era in the 80s of like, you know, the Magic's, I mean, that Magic, Magic and the Lakers versus Bird and, and, you know, the Celtics. So you're coming off of that and guys like Jordan and David Robinson and you know, Clyde Frazier and all these guys just making their mark in history. So thought it'd be great to kind of just put together a top 10 list of the greatest players from that era. And we'll start. Yeah, off for with- sure. Number 10, we got Reggie Miller. What do you think of, of Reggie? Oh, man. When you think of Killer in those days, too, and you can't only just think of Jordan. This guy, man. This guy this guy used to get on everybody's, under everybody's skin. Yep. Nick's was like the Nick's kryptonite. Nick's kryptonite. Um, you know, he had a great career. Like, one of the greatest shooters, top five shooters of all time. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, he averaged 21 a game. He had three assists. And that was big time for that time. Yeah, because, you know, it was a different era. It wasn't like the guys didn't have the high usage rate that guys today have. The spacing was horrible. So you were 20, getting 20 a game actually meant something. Right? Like now, like a role player can get that. But like back then, I was like star players was getting, getting those numbers. Yeah, uh, you know he's a four-time All-Star, uh, and you know the, getting into All-Star in the East was also hard because obviously he's playing you know in the same conference as Jordan. Yeah, so was also hard. Um, but like I said, top five shooter of all time. So went to the finals. Uh, you know, with that, that took the Pacers to the finals. Uh, well, they had a team. Yeah, well, that was in two thousands, but. In the nineties, you know, they they had their battle with the Knicks. You know, that eight points in like nine seconds in the Garden against the Knicks. Yeah. Um, you know, also him just being like I said, the villain going against Spike Lee, going against Pat, and then the Knicks, and you know, having battles with Jordan. Um, was real close one year to go into the finals. That that last dance year, uh, that final championship, they were really close to beating the Bulls and going to the finals. Um, Could have won it all that year. But yeah, I think they would have won it all that year. Yeah, they, they would have definitely for sure. 40% three-point shooter for his career for in the 90s. Um, That's great. 48% from the field overall. Um, you know, just a, just an amazing player. The player comparison that we would say for today's era would be like a Clay Thompson type. For sure. Um, he didn't have the this skill to like break down the defense and take it to the rack. He needed a lot of screens and stuff to get open, but you know, he was a marksman. So in today's era, he would be just a, a beast, like like a Clay Thompson, just getting buckets. And he would have shot even more threes playing in this era. So he was like one of the greatest already. It would have been open for him to to take all those shots. Yeah, because he was playing with like the Davis brothers and like Rick Smith's like horrible spacing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In today's era, like would have been really even better. So definitely shout out to you know Reggie Miller at number ten. Yeah. Uh, 
At number nine, we got Patrick Ewing. You know, one of the my best New York Knickerbocker ever. Ever. Like one of my all-time favorite players. Um yeah. put, put the Knicks on the map. You know, obviously greatest Nick ever. We took that. One of the best, one of the best uh persons, one of the best people to be drafted too. Um, yeah, I mean the frozen envelopes <laughs> in the eighties. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I interrupted you. No, nah, I was gonna say like one of the greatest big men of all time. He doesn't really get his props because you know he didn't win no. a championship, and they make it seem like if you don't win a championship, you're trash. But like, yeah, he was an eight-time All-Star, um, All NBA first team in 1990. He averaged in the 90s. He averaged 24, 11 rebounds. Almost three blocks on fifty percent shooting, like efficient score. You know what I mean? Had that nice mid range. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was kind of like they were like an extension of the bad boy Pistons, kind of like in the nineties, like that rough team that you come to New York, you did not want to play against the Knicks. They're you know they're gonna foul you. They're not allowing any layups, led by Pat Riley. They were just like dogs on on defense on defense. Yeah, those that um that era was crazy. And what what I like about so Bill Simmons said on his podcast that Ewing was one of those guys when he got drafted cuz you got to understand in college he wasn't averaging a lot of points. He was no. a defensive guy. But yeah. they said that when he came to the, the to the league, he just got better. Yeah. So when you think about it, he was kind of a project yeah, he played in the golden era for big men also. Like, the 90s yeah. were, you know, we're going to talk about some of these big men, but you had a ton of, like, a lot of the greatest centers of all time were in that era. So he is a guy who was skilled big, too. Like, he had the mid-range, he had the post game. That dribble, he could dribble. Yeah, you know, he had a, uh, could defend, block shots, rebound. Like His pick know, and pop was deadly. Deadly, and, and it's just unfortunate he played in the era with the greatest player of all time. You know, yeah. I, I have no doubt if he if Jordan wasn't around, he would have won a championship, probably a couple championships. In the yeah, league. at least two. Yeah, easily. So, and you know, they went to the finals twice when Jordan wasn't there. They lost a lot of battles to the Bulls, also a lot of matchups in the, in the playoffs. So. I just think without Jordan, his legacy would have been so much different. Yeah. So much different, you know. And he has a lot of respect. A lot of respect. Top 50 player all time. Yeah. For Um, sure. You know, Shaq always said he grew up loving Patrick Ewing. You know, that was his favorite player. You know, so, you know, Pat was just, you know, a legend and a hero in New York for the Knicks, and you know, one of my heroes. Love Patrick Ewing. Got it. Got it in my Patrick Ewing jersey off my birthday this year. One of the greatest ever. So salute to Pat. Uh, great. And at number eight, we got Clyde the Glide Frazier. Drexler. Oh, sorry, uh, Drexler. Yes, sorry. <laughs> not Clyde Frazier. <laughs> I'm thinking Knicks. Clyde Drexler. Yes. Uh, he's an underrated. You know, two guard. When you think about the greatest two guards of all time, well, yeah, he played the three. It was a wing, but one of the most underrated players the game has ever seen. Like, uh, you know, in the 90s, he averaged about almost 21 a game, six rebounds, 
5.7 assists on 45% field goal percentage. Um, he was the, the second best shooting guard in that era. Yeah, easily in that era. Um, you know, playing behind Jordan. Well, no, he didn't play behind Jordan. Playing the same era as Jordan, it, it's really tough for you to get to your recognition. And, you know, he went to the finals, uh, ironically, against Jordan, and, you know, they lost. Um, they also went to the finals against the Pistons in the late 80s and, and lost. But he ended up winning a ring with Hakeem in the 90s yeah. when he retired. He was the uh, best second. He was the nice second piece to Kareem's um, yeah. success. Yeah, I mean, he won a championship in 1995. He was a seven-time All-Star in, you know, the 90s. Uh, made All-NBA in 1992. Um, you know, Clyde was just uh, a top 50 player of all time. Number one option on, on a Portland Trailblazers team. Like, uh, probably the greatest... Would you still say he's the greatest blazer of all time? Uh, yeah, because Dame hasn't done much for him to get that recognition. Yeah, I mean, Dame is, from a talent perspective, you could say he's probably better, but for, overall, Im- yeah, but for overall impact and success in Portland, I would definitely say, yeah, I'd have to put Clyde as the greatest blazer of all time. Uh, for sure, and then you know, Clyde was he was really athletic too, slashing guard. Uh, you know, he was a bucket. You know, he could get into the paint and just drop, like he could just like pull up and just hit it. Yeah, nice mid range. Like you know, he he's really underrated and really slept on in the in the nineties. Like uh, he doesn't really get his props, but like he was an all time great player. Uh, he, you know, if you haven't seen Drexler play, like check out his highlights on YouTube. That that was he was athletic. He, if he wasn't for Jordan, he would have gotten probably a lot more recognition than the night. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, and number seven, we're gonna go with another underrated player, Scottie Pippen. Oh yeah, um, Pippen is, you know, one of the greatest wings of all time. Uh, he doesn't really get the recognition playing behind Jordan, but he was he was an all-around player. Like he was a great facilitator, uh, great defender, always took on, always guarded the the other the opposing team's best perimeter player. Uh, he was a key reason why they beat the Lakers in that first finals appearance, just because Jordan could not guard Magic, and when Sky took over guarding Magic, it was pretty much a wrap. Um, you know, the Bulls went on to win that championship. And also when, you know, Jordan retired to play baseball, he kind of just took the mantle, led the team to 50 wins that first season. Um, you know, he was playing great. They were a, a, a bad call away from actually beating the Knicks and going to the finals against the Rockets. But, you know, they ended up losing to the Knicks. Um, but, you know, he, and during that time period in the 90s, he averaged 19.7 rebounds, almost six assists, two steals, 48% shooting, six-time uh, champion, obviously seven-time All-Star, uh, 1994 NBA All-Star Game MVP, three-time All-NBA First Team, eight-time NBA All-Defensive First Team. Uh, he, he really does not get his problems. He doesn't. What's good about Pippen is you notice how he got better throughout the years. Like 
every year he got better and better and better and better and better. Yeah, and yeah. We don't talk about stuff like that with this guy. We just pretty much every time we hear Pippen's name, he's usually in the news for something stupid or hating on Jordan. Yeah, these days it's like either hating on Jordan or something with his ex-wife, but <laughs> yeah, you know, he's never in the news for positivity. So on like what he's done, but there are some players who respect him, but there's a lot of players who don't. I know Skip does not respect him at all for some reason. I don't know why. You know, John Sally said he was the most skilled player that he's ever played with. And, you know, yeah, Sally was really skilled. Uh, one of the greatest defensive players of all time. And John and, Sally was skilled. Yeah, it's kind of crazy he never won a defensive player of the year as great as a defender that he was. Yeah. Um, but it was hard. Yeah, he was obviously a key part in, in them winning a champion, winning those six championships. Um, you know, and and he played in a, you know, but he played with the GOATs, so it's kind of like you're not going to get your recognition being the second option. That's why Kobe wanted to branch out on his own playing with Shaq. He knew he would never get the recognition he deserved. Um, so mm-hmm. that's why he went his separate ways. And, you know, even Kyrie wanted to get away from playing with LeBron for that reason as well. They didn't want to get that stigma that, like, Pippen got being that the Robin. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he played a great role. Uh, he played a great role. Uh, I so, think it's finally now Kyrie's realizing that he messed up. Yeah, you could say that. I mean, he did get a championship, and you know, that's looked good this year. I, I think he's – his legacy would have been better if he had stayed with LeBron, maybe won a few more championships. Um, yeah. Because who was it? Somebody recently called him, like, Stephon Marbury or something. <laughs> I think it was right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's messed up. Uh, they're comparing him to Curry, and I'm like, obviously Curry's better and you know had a better career, but yeah, Kyrie is like he can bust anyone's ass. Like Kyrie's a beast. Yeah. Back to list at number six, we have Shaq. So keep in mind, this is we're talking about the '90s. Big we're Diesel. Honestly, yeah, we're not looking at Shaq's entire career. We're looking at the mm-hmm. '90s. And, in the 90s, Shaq averaged 27 a game, 12 rebounds, uh, 2.6 blocks, 57% shooting. He drafted, was drafted in 93. He was a six-time NBA All-Star, 95 scoring champion, 98 uh, All-NBA first team. Like I said, one rookie of the year, all-rookie first team. I remember I, being a kid and getting that jersey, that Orlando Magic Shaq jersey, because he did something to us as a child, like in our childhood. Yeah, he was like the reason why. He was like a superhero. A- yeah, he was the reason why I became an NBA fan, honestly. Uh, yeah. With Shaq, like, he was just a, a huge personality. Uh, super yeah, strong. he was bigger than Jordan at one point. He is like one of the most known NBA players and one of the most known celebrities. Like everyone knows Shaq. Um, you know, would you say he's the Snoop Dogg of basketball? Yeah, I would say so. Like everyone knows Shaq. People who don't watch basketball know Shaq. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he went to the Lakers also. I mean, he started off obviously in Orlando with Penny. And yeah, I wish they would have worked out. They did go to the finals once. So I wish they would have worked out one, one at least a championship or two together. Thank God he got drafted to Orlando. He almost went to the Timberwolves. Yeah, they would have been 
stupid. Like if the magic's passed up on him, that would have been stupid. Uh, you know, Shaq was, you know, just the overall beast, the most dominant big man of all time. And, and this is the golden era of big men. So Shaq, you know, he went up against Ewing and some of the other great big men, Matumbo, Alonzo Mourning, um, some other guys that are coming up on the list. So, you know, Shaq, he, you know, he had the movies, he had the rap albums. Um, it was just, they don't know how big Shaq was in the nineties. Yeah, the games, he had the move. Yeah, the movies were like there were. Now that you think about them, they're mediocre. But yeah, at the same time, they were like everything for us. Yeah, yeah, we, we loved that. He had you know platinum album, like you know yep. songs with like Biggie and Jay Z and Bob Deep and just a bunch of different legends. So. Yeah, you know, Shaq. I think um, KRS One. Didn't he make a song with KRS One? I'm not sure. I, 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 you know, I know he worked with a lot of the different legends, and, you know, Biggie and them. So, yeah. Platinum Album. So, yeah, probably greatest basketball player, rapper of all time for sure. Um, yeah. you know, definitely a legend, and he he went on to have even a better run in the 2000s at winning those three championships, but. You know, he started off in the 90s and he was a beast. No, no Shaq. And at number five, we got Charles Barkley. The round mound of rebound. Yeah, man. Think of kids today. If you think of Zion, like Barkley was the first of that type, like undersized mm-hmm. four, uh, could run the floor, stretch the floor. Um, you know, kind of like a LeBron where you're like a locomotive going to the rack, like you're not stopping him. Yeah. One of the greatest rebounders of all time. In the 90s, he averaged 22, 11 boards, uh, four assists, one steal, and 50% shooting. And if he didn't shoot so many threes, because he was a bad three-point shooter, but if he didn't shoot so many threes, his field goal percentage would have been even higher. Yeah. Uh, you know, at one point, he was probably the second-best player in the, in the NBA behind Jordan. That year, he won the MVP. Um, you know, he was a 1993 MVP, eight-time All-Star in the 90s, two-time all NBA I honestly feel like he got the MVP because the NBA was trying to do something different. No, I mean, he just was great that year. He, that was his first he year was. with the Suns. Um, you know, won the All-Star Game MVP. Uh, that was his first year with the Suns. <clears throat> for a mediocre team before he got there, but, you know, he brought them to the finals. You know, they lost. To, obviously, they lost to the Bulls, who were a better team. Um, but he, you know, he had a, his best season that year. And, he, and his run in Phoenix is underrated, too, because every year that he was in Phoenix, he lost to the team that eventually went to the finals or, you know, won a championship. So, um, you know, he, he he doesn't get his just due. Like, I know Duncan is probably, not probably, Duncan is the, the greatest power forward. power forward of all time. But, you know, I have... I've always had Barkley ahead of Malone. That's just my personal opinion. Me I too. I think Barkley was more skilled. Malone just had Malone had a bag. Yeah, Malone played with better teammates, and you had Jerry Sloan, a great all-time great coach. Um, but you know, obviously, and Malone. I'm not taking anything away from Malone. I think he's the third best power forward of all time. But I just thought Barkley was better. Barkley had more of a bag and you know, can get his own bucket versus like Malone who played with John Stockton, one of the greatest pure point guards that ever played the game, one of the, like the all-time leading assist 
leader. So, you know, it, it made his life a lot easier. Malone could get his own bucket too, but Barkley was his whole career getting his own bucket. So Yeah, Barkley didn't have good coaches like that either. Yeah, exactly. So I would say I would put Barkley ahead of him. Barkley just doesn't get his recognition again because obviously he didn't win a championship, but he did win uh, a gold medal with the Dream Team. So yeah. shout out to him. He he dominated the 90s. And he was at one point, he was the second best player in the league. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And we're going to go to number four. We have David Robinson, another underrated uh, superstar in the NBA. Um, A lot of people don't know who that is. Yeah, that's kind of sad to think about it. Like, David Robinson, you know, we, we just, you know, we're talking about Donovan Mitchell scoring 71 in a game. David Robinson did that before uh, Donovan Mitchell in the 90s. And, you know, he's an NBA champion, won a championship in 99 after Jordan retired. I uh, won the MVP in 95, won Defensive Player of the Year in 92, eight-time All-Star in the 90s, four-time um, uh, uh, All-NBA, four-time uh, All-Defensive First Team, Rookie yep. of the Year in the 90s, in 1990, uh, the Admiral. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's, no um, he's, a, he's one of those guys that, like, those blue collar guys, he played, he, he, he was meant to be on the Spurs. He played yep. four years in college. Yeah. Yeah. He went to the like Navy. Gross spread too. Yeah. I went played for the Navy. Um, you know, he, he beat Shaq for scoring title in 94. He was trailing him by 33 points and he ended up scoring 71 in the final game of the regular season. Uh, I believe it was against the Clippers and, you know, won the scoring title in 94. Um, you know, he never, he didn't really get that running mate until he played with, uh, Duncan, but in the nineties, he was by far the second best big man in the nineties. Yeah. Only only big man out there than him was just Hakeem and that was it. And again, I'm telling you, like, this was a golden era of bigs from Shaq to Hakeem to Robinson to Matumbo to... Uh, morning, so you know, for him to be the second best of, of that prop is you know amazing. So, Robinson is really underrated, one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah, he doesn't get any credit, and he had he even had nice sneakers back in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, I need to get like a Dave Robinson jersey. You don't see people with those jerseys. I know one kid who has one, and he went to high school with us. His name is uh. Dave, uh, James Brito, remember him? Yeah, yeah, I remember. He him. had a David Robinson jersey. Yeah, yeah, Robinson was he was a beast. They had a twin towers and ended up winning a championship in '99 against our Knicks. Unfortunately, but we didn't have Patrick Ewing. But you know, they, they so they dominated that series. But he stayed in his whole career too with the Spurs. You know, which is now these days you don't see that. No, but you know he. He played his whole career with the Spurs and, you know, the dominant in the 90s. We got him at, you know, number number four. And at number three, we have Carl Malone, the mailman. Yes. I mean, he put up great numbers in the 90s. I mean, he, had, he averaged 27 points, 10 rebounds, three assists on 53% shooting. 
Um, yeah, he's a two-time MVP in the 90s, nine-time All-Star, 10-time All-NBA first team, three-time NBA All-Defensive first team, uh, All-Star MVP in 93. I think uh, he could play in today's NBA. Yeah, I, I think he could, too, playing, especially with a spaced court, running yeah. pick and rolls, pick and pop. Um, his mid-range was deadly. It was it was deadly. That, that mid-range won a lot of games. He had the longevity that, you know, LeBron had where he didn't really look past his prime until his final season with the Lakers. And when he was like the fourth option on, or third or fourth option on that team, but he averaged at least 19 a game for almost every year. He played almost 20, sorry, 20 a game every year of his career, except for his final season. Um, he's third all time score third on the list of all-time scorers behind LeBron and Kareem. Uh, really underrated, too. Like I, like I said, I have him as the third best power forward of all time. Uh, yeah. That one of the, arguably the greatest pick and roll, pick and pop duo ever, Stockton and Malone. Um, you know, he would definitely, like you said, he would eat in this era. It's not really, Yo, I mean, if you think I don't about think anybody it, would be able to stop him. Yeah, what, the four position is one of the weakest in the NBA right now, too, if you think about yeah. it. So he would just destroy teams right now, I, I think, if you put him in the NBA in, in the modern day. A lot of those guys, like David Robinson, David Robinson would be better than Embiid. Yeah, and especially in today, if they came in today's era, they would have been shooting threes also. Patrick um, Ewing, you don't think Patrick – I think Patrick Ewing would have dominated. Yeah, he would have, and like I said, with the modern the modern game, spaced out floor, they they all would have been stretching the floor too, uh, shooting threes and just post up, face up. I think they all would have been like amazing in, in today's era because there's barely any big men in today's era. Like, you know, yeah, they, they would have they would have dominated for sure. You know, Dave Robinson, the Ewing to. Shaq, I don't know offensively he would dominate, but defensively I think he would struggle just being having to switch on like guys on the, on the perimeter. But I definitely think like Robinson, Akeem, Ewing would definitely would be able to play in this era for sure. You know. And speaking of yeah. uh Hakeem, he's at number two on our list. Um the nineties. Definitely the second best player of this era. He won his two championships. He averaged 24 a game, 11 rebounds, three and a half blocks on 51% shooting. Um, like I said, two-time champion, two-time finals MVP, 1994 regular season MVP, seven-time All-Star, uh, three-time All-NBA first team, three-time All-NBA defensive team. Yeah. Um, you know, a guy that worked with a lot of Grace today, just showing them post moves from LeBron to Kobe, the Batmari back in the days, showing them that patented uh, dream shake. One of the yeah. most skilled, if not the most skilled, big man of all time. Um, you know, you obviously had those two championships uh, when Jordan left. Uh, I mean, I, I remember watching, I watched a game on YouTube. It was him. It was a Magic series, the Rockets, and he dropped like 36 on Shaq in just the first half. Like, <laughs> he was just so skilled. Like, he had great footwork. He, he was a former soccer player, so he had like a lift footwork, the gym yeah. shake. Uh, you know, he had the pick and pop, face up, post up. You know, he could, he could do it all. 
he was he was in a sense unguardable. With that yeah, defense. yeah, you couldn't guard him at all. I mean, if he and they had a little bit of a modern style of play to them because like they had Kareem in the middle, but then they had him surrounded by shooters like Kenny Smith and Robert Horry, Mario Ellie, and and these type of guys. So they kind they their team could have played pretty well in the modern era. Um, Kareem is arguably the greatest defender of all time, one defensive player of the year, um, most shot blocks in, in NBA history. You know, so he was a two-way play, like a superstar on both ends of the court. You know what I mean? So it's – and, you know, we never really got to see Hakeem versus Magic and uh, versus Jordan in the finals. That would have been amazing to see. Yeah. Um, you know, because he had a winning record against Jordan in a regular season, but never – they never got to face each other in the finals. You know, they – obviously, they beat the Knicks and they beat the Magics in the finals. That would have been a great matchup with Hakeem versus Jordan. Oh yeah, that would have been um, that would that would have been something I would have wanted to see. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, it's a shame we got robbed of that. Must see TV. Hundred <laughs> percent. And of course, at number one, to no one's surprise, uh, Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy is, like I said, the greatest of all time. Definitely the greatest of this era. I mean, he averaged almost thirty-one a game in the nineties. Five assists, six rebounds, two steals on 50% shooting. Um, and, he, and that's with him taking a couple of years off to play baseball. He still averaged, I mean, he still um, got six, champion, six championships, six finals MVPs, four regular season MVPs, seven-time All-Star, um, two-time All-Star, MVP, All-Star game MVP, seven scoring titles in the 90s. Um, two-time steel champion in the 90s, seven All-NBA first team, seven All-NBA defensive first team. I mean, this guy is the most iconic player ever from the shoe brand to um, making it the league global with the dream team to just being the ultimate winner and just really being the inspiration to a lot of greats from Kobe to Vince to LeBron uh, T Mac, you know, I mean, what, yeah. what can we really say about Jordan? He's um, everybody's still talking about him till this day. His shoes are iconic. Um, he does have a defensive player of the year, too, believe yeah. it or not. <laughs> yeah, because there's not that many guards that have won defensive player of the year. It's it's really a, a, a big man, and Gary Payton and Marcus Smart. Yeah, and I believe it might have been someone else, but yeah, those are like the three, like most recent guards to win it all is I'm winning defensive player of the year. So it, it's not common for guards to win it. Yeah. Um, you know, he he's an underrated passer too, because you know, he had a stretch in his career where, you know, he had he had seven games straight where he had a triple double. Um, you know, people just look at him as just a scorer, but he was a like Hakeem, a superstar on both ends of the court. And he could have played in any era. Like in today's era he, you know, I saw Jeff Van Gundy say he probably averaged like 40, like just easily because he played in that triangle offense and, you know, horrible spacing playing with, you know, guys like Dennis Rodman who would average like five a game who couldn't really shoot and, you know, Longley and those guys. So if you put him in a space court, uh, obviously if he grew up in today's game, he would have worked on his three-point shot. He was a mid-range assassin, freakishly athletic, uh, you know, dunk contest champ uh, winner, you know, I mean, this guy, 
He, he's done it all. The GOAT, in my opinion. He is the GOAT. I mean, six rings, come on. Yeah, man, this guy definitely dominated, you know, the NBA, uh, you know, and still to this day, people are still talking about him. So, you know, he had the last dance, just recounting his time in Chicago. So for anyone, I'm sure everyone's seen it, but if you haven't seen it, like, please check the odds. You can kind of get the impact that he had in the 90s. Um, you know, guy was just a beast and, you know, the greatest of all time and the best in the 90s, number one on the list. Um yeah, I mean, there was a lot of players that were great that, you know, didn't make the cut, obviously, like Gary Payton, who was, you know, also won Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, guys like John Stockton and Sean Kemp and Matumbo. But let us know what you think of this list. Uh, who do we leave out? Who do you think should have been on the list? What do you think of the list? Um, that was, a you know, top 10 greatest of the 90s. And if there's any other eras that you want us to kind of do a top 10 on and rate, just let us know you know, in the comments, but, you know, as always, check us out on social media at Pick and Pop Show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you want to donate to the show, dollar sign, Pick and Pop Show on Cash App. And until next time, guys, peace. Peace. 